When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So a little while back, I published a video here on YouTube titled, Just How Rare Is Silver? And in that video, the the purpose of that video, I wanted to give you guys an idea of just how rare silver, silver actually is, okay? You know, it's not as rare as gold or platinum or some of those other metals. However, we have this idea in our head that, you know, silver is a poor man's gold, that, that it's relatively common compared to gold, et cetera, et cetera. However, in that video, I mean, granted, the data that we have, we never can take into account all the silver in the world, but the silver in the world today that is actually held in coins or bars, not silver that's sitting in a landfill or in your TV set or in a car, um, is actually likely fairly comparable to the amount of gold that's in the world today in coin and bars, uh, held in coins and bars. I mean, sure, gold is much more rare in the Earth's crust. Uh, it's it's mined at a much lower rate. However, so much of silver in the past has been used up in different industrial uses that continues to be the case today. And so we end up with a ratio that, you know, maybe is something like two to one in terms of coins and bars held above ground, two ounces of silver for every ounce of gold, maybe even less than that. Again, we don't know these numbers for sure, but the point of the video was not to give you an exact number. The point of the video was to tell you that it's a lot rarer than we think. In fact, you know, it's it's maybe at the most a couple ounces of these silver coins or bars for every person on the face of the earth, and it very well could be less than two ounces. Again, we don't know these numbers for sure. But anyways, I want to make a video somewhat similar to that today answering the question, how much 90% U.S. silver is still around today? And the reason that I want to answer this question is because of a comment that I received on that very video from a Edward Hoover I don't know him. I don't know if he's commented in the past. Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. But he comments, I hate to burst your bubble, but there's at least 4 billion ounces of silver in 90% silver, U.S. junk silver, so constitutional silver, whatever you want to call it. Do the math from here. And, and of course, I replied, where do you have that data from? He says, U.S. Mint figures. He quotes some cherry-picked data from 1964. Of course, 1964 was a very high mintage year for the U.S. Mint and uh, in, in their um, silver coin program, their, their dimes, their, their half dollars, their quarters. Um, it was a pretty high year. Uh, but, you know, if you cherry pick those numbers, it, it makes it look like there is a ton of silver out there today, a ton of 90% silver out there today. And obviously that, you know, if there's actually 4 billion ounces of silver, that would have kind of screwed up my statistics and made silver look a little bit rarer, rarer than it actually is. So I basically say, you know, I'm sure we can't account for it all. A lot of it's in private hands. That's kind of what I was trying to say here. And then, you know, um, uh, but basically the point was that a lot of it's been either melted down by the government or by refineries or, or whatever, because, you know, here we are, 50 years in the future, 50 plus years in the future. And, and, you know, it's just unlikely that there's actually that much in circulation. And he goes on to say, you know, uh, it's, it's probably more like double that, maybe like 8 billion ounces still in circulation and that, you know, silver is actually not that rare. Well, what I want to tell you in this, (laughs) to, to, to start this video off before I get deep into some of this data, 
Um, this Edward Hoover is most likely wrong based on some data and some pretty safe assumptions that I'm making in this video today. Okay, um, you know, the, the big key date that we're looking at here is 1964. Okay, that, that would have been the last year that they really minted um, these silver coins in a high uh, in a high number. You know, beyond that, it was um, well, it was mostly uh, we had some forty percent silver coins, the, the Kennedy half dollars, and some other odd ones. But but the, the 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 dimes, the quarters, all of that, they all went to to copper or nickel or whatever else that they started using from then on. And and silver was more or less phased out of our money. Okay, from then on. Gresham's law went into place. Gresham's law being um, that that bad money will drive good money out of circulation, right? So all of a sudden you have 90% silver coins circulating side by side with uh, clad coins, coins that are just made from base metals. Of course, those base metal coins are less desirable than the silver ones. So people are going to spend their base metal coins and keep the silver ones, right? Bad money is driving the good money out of circulation, okay? However, from then on, you had a massive amount of hoarding by not even stackers, you know, I don't even know if they'd call themselves stackers, just people that were smart and, and realized silver is worth more than copper or nickel or something like that. Um, you also had the government melt down a significant amount, uh, in that time period, you know, late 60s, early 70s. And we actually have a bit of data on that as well. And then, you know, 1979, 1980 came around. That was a big couple years there too, because with, with the Hunt Brothers cornering the silver market, a ton of 90%, and by ton, I'm talking actually tons and tons, literally, of 90% silver was minted down. And then we had that period of time from, you know, 1980 through 2010, you know, where I'm sure some was slowly but surely melted down. And then we had 2011 come around when we had another spike in the price of silver, and we likely saw another great melting of this 90% silver, okay? Now, with all of that data, I mean, with, with all of those events taking place and 50 plus years between now and 1964, um, it, it can get complicated, right? And, and we can make a lot of guesses as to how much is out there, but I want to actually put some concrete numbers to this, okay? And I think a best place to start, before we get to the U.S. government melt, melting down coins, before we get to 1980 and the Hunt Brothers or 2011, I think a good place to start is to ask the question, how much... 90% or 35% silver coins were out there, not necessarily in circulation, but in the possession of, of banks, of mints, of, of people that just stored them in their houses at the end of 1964 or, you know, in 1965. All right. So that's, I think, a good place to start. Okay. And so basically I, I made some relatively safe assumptions here you guys you guys can kind of grade me on, on how safe these assumptions were um and i'm basically taking into account silver coins that were minted in the 20th century you know um the morgans the pieces walking liberties franklins and etc etc i'm not going back into the 1800s really for the most part i mean those there, there would have there are still some around but it's fairly small in the big picture all right so starting with morgans I took into account that there was almost 66 million still around in uh, 1965. Okay, that would have been about 75% of all of the Morgans that were minted in 1921. That's not taking into account the earlier run of Morgans um, prior to that. About 19, a little over 19 million piece dollars 
that's about 75% again, kind of the same assumption as the Morgans. Um, uh, walking Liberty halves. I have 120, a little over 121 million Walking Liberty halves. That's a, I put it on 25%, but that actually might be, um, I might have changed that and, and that might actually be more like 75%. I don't remember the exact number on that, but it was a, you know, I'll have to check on that one. Um, but again, it's not going to be huge. Uh, we're talking, um, you know, maybe 50 million ounces, you know, in one direction or another, or maybe a hundred million, but, but not a ton when we arrive at our final figure. Um, Franklin half dollars. Uh, I, I basically said that there's probably over 440 million still around in 1965. That's about 95% of all that were minted. Um, with the 90% Kennedy halves that were only minted in 1964. So I said, well, obviously pretty much 100% of those are going to be around. That's over 400 million. Um, with the 40% Kennedy halves, which were minted, you know, I think it's 1965 to 1970. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, that's junk silver and it was around and, and so you know at the end of 1970 at least i'm going to say about a hundred percent of those were still around that's um almost eight uh almost 850 million okay uh washington quarters uh there were over three billion of those i'm guessing a around 1965 that's about 80 percent okay and and you know when i when i quote these you know there's less than 100 percent still around basically what i'm saying is that either some were lost or some were um you know melted down right either by the u.s government by a foreign entity possibly or or just by somebody else that that wanted to melt down these silver coins you know uh, silver coins just fall out of circulation whatever so 80 percent of washington quarters uh mercury dimes this one's a little bit difficult because on one hand there probably would have still been quite a bit around but they had been phased out the roosevelt dimes replaced them but i i put on 50 percent for mercury that might be high that might be low i don't know but um that's that's a little over 1.3 billion and then roosevelt dimes i'm gonna say about 90 percent of those were still around and i know these are big numbers but but i'm gonna I'm going to add these up for you and, and make this a little bit more coherent here in a second. Roosevelt dimes, almost 6 billion of them. I'm going to guess we're still around 90% of them. Um, and then Jefferson nickels, um, not, not a huge contributing factor, 35% silver coins, but, but I think, uh, you know, over 80 million of them. I think I had 10% written down, but I think I rounded that up. I actually had 25% and just didn't change a percentage. But anyways, anyways, at the end of the day, the total ounces of 90% silver that were remaining in 1964 or 1965, whatever, whatever year you're using, was roughly 2.2 billion ounces. Okay. In today's terms, that's a little over two years production. Okay. And, and obviously there's going to be amount of error with this. Okay. I think my math was pretty decent, but, but you know, it, it depending on how you take into account these percentages, it could be as low as 2 billion. Maybe it could be as high as maybe 2.6 billion, I'm guessing. But, but to say like 4 billion is still around today or even back then, I think would have been a very high estimate. Okay. So that's what I'm going with about 2.2 billion. There's some rounding here, 2.2 billion ounces remaining in 1964 or 1965. All right. So we got all that information out. I know that was a lot. Okay. But it, but it gets a little bit easier from here in terms of numbers, a little bit harder here to actually know for sure how much is still left, but 2.2 billion. Okay. 
going forward from there. That's when Gresham's Law went into effect, basically. We, we had all these base metal coins going to circulation, and all the dimes, quarters, the halves, the full dollars, they were taken out of circulation. People hoarded them, okay? With that being said, we also had the U.S. government minting, uh, sorry, minting, melting down these coins, okay? They, they, you know, they told people, you know, that don't worry about it. I mean, these silver coins, these base metal coins, they're the same thing. They're, they're, treat them as the same, right? People were smarter than that. The U.S. government was smarter than that as well, right? A little bit two-faced of them. They melted down a lot of these silver coins, okay? Um, now, according to information, I think it was on the 1970 or 1971, um, it was like an annual report from the director of the Mint, okay? The total amount that was melted down between 1968 and 1970, the fiscal years, was roughly 212 million ounces, okay? And prior to that, there's probably a little bit more that was also melted down by the U.S. government. That's official. Now, it very well could have been much higher than that, and, and they're just kind of keeping their mouths shut about it, okay? But, you know, going out by official data, that's about 10% that was wiped out right there just by the U.S. Mint, or, or basically the U.S. Mint, um, they, they acquired this through, I think, the Federal Reserve System, melting down these these coins. Okay, that's 10%. That's basically taken off the market, all right? And then we have the 70s. We have the inflation scares. We have the U.S. being taken off the gold standard. People continue to pick these coins, these dimes, these quarters, whatever, out of the U.S. coinage system. People continue to collect them, hoard them. And then the Hunt Brothers come around. And silver spikes much, much higher, Okay. And, and of course, basically what happens is that all these people that were sitting on this silver for all this time, they cash it in, right? They, they bring it to refiners, they bring it to, to whoever is, is buying, and they sell it for, for a really high price. And, and you know, I was actually reading up on this. There's actually an article here from, um, what's the organization called? It's uh, uh, PCGS. It's, it's the coin grading organization, right, that, that grades all these coins. And, and, you know, they were kind of talking about how, wow, we probably lost a lot of gems in that period of time and, and how, um, you know, pe- people were just basically, you know, sending in bags and bags of these quarters or dimes or half dollars or whatever to be melted down and, and because they're getting a good price for them, not worrying about where there's some rare coins in there, some some errors from the mint or, or whatever. Um, and another thing that interesting that thing that they noted was that... Um, you know, prior to this, there there were certain days that were seen as key dates because they were seen as uncommon. Okay, um, well, afterwards, those uncommon dates weren't so uncommon anymore because all the uncommon dates were just being hoarded by these by these people that were hoarding their silver coins, uh, and and all of a sudden they were out on the market again. Now, at the end of this article, this article is actually from nineteen. 99 beginning of 1999 so almost 20 years ago now okay so you get a little bit of perspective here um from from 20 years ago and and, you know they were interviewing some people that were around during that period of time now i actually have a uh there's a quote here from a uh a a car I'll, i'll get his full name for you if i can find it here um basically what he says here uh, let's see if I can find his name. I should be able to. Jim Carr. He's a longtime dealer over in New Hampshire um, that was, you know, around during this period of time. He's vice president at the Crystal Coin Shop in Wakefield, Massachusetts, um, with a large over-the-counter business. Okay, he estimated that 
90%, sorry, 90%, 98% of the silver coins in existence were committed to smelting houses in that period of time, 1980, 1981, that period of time. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that 98% of all these silver coins were taken out of um, circulation. That would leave very little today. Uh, the truth of the matter is that before they had time to melt them all, because they, there was such a backlog, I'm talking backlogs that were months long, um, the price of silver dropped. And then some of these coins went back into circulation. So it could have been much worse. But we actually have a quote here from, from a guy that was around. He's actually passed away as of the time of this article. But a Joel Cohen of New York, he's a coin dealer, he estimated that about 25% of all these silver coins survived these ongoing melts in the early 1980s 25 percent okay so 25 percent of you know 2.2 billion you, that's that's a little over 500 million ounces um and, and when you take into account maybe some extra melting by the u.s government um you know that around 500 million ounces okay that's that's his estimate Okay, um, for, from somebody that was actually around that time and, and was fairly familiar with the um, with the business. All right, so going on from there, we have the 1980s, we have the 1990s, we have the 2000s. These melts continue to occur, not at, not at a rapid pace. A lot of people continue to hoard these silvers, these silver coins. I'm sure pl plenty of people hoarded them and never even sold them during 1980 or or that during the the Hunt brothers era era, and then. We have the financial crisis. Silver and gold spike up. Silver is right around $50 in 2011. And, you know, maybe not to quite a, as great of an extent, but, you know, with, with that high uh, price, you, you have to imagine a, a fair amount of people are going to melt down these silver coins again. Some of them are just bought by, by other people, but, you know, a fair amount were likely melted down again, a, a higher amount in 2011 than, say, 2005 or something like that. Um, but even more is taken out of circulation. So, you know, from from 1981 onward, you know, we, we can't put a ton of data to this. It, it gets a little murky, right? Talking about a 30-year time span between the Hunt brothers and 2011, okay? I, I couldn't give you a great number on that. Maybe half was melted down. Maybe a quarter was melted down, right? Maybe that leaves us with, with you know, just shy of 400 million ounces or 350 million ounces of this junk silver still sitting around in the United States. 2011 comes around. On one hand, a lot of it is, is bought out by people, but a fair amount was probably melted down as well. I would guess, and, and you guys can let me know what you think of this. Maybe you have some more insight into this. I would guess, this is a bit of an educated guess maybe, maybe not, a quarter of a billion ounces, 250 million ounces. That would be my guess of how much junk silver is still around today u.s 90 percent silver junk silver constitutional silver real money whatever you want to call it um quarter billion ounces now again this is there's some assumptions that take place here and, and we're going off some 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 faulty data but but the point of this video is that there's not a ton there's not billions of ounces most likely still in circulation a lot of it was taken out of circulation by the u.s government okay and melted down um, a lot of it was also taken out of circulation by by stackers and, and, and hoarders. However, of course, a lot of that was also handed over to to these uh, refiners around that period of 1980 and, and onward and probably again in 2011, um, leaving us with not a ton of, of silver. You know, a lot of this 90% silver today is either A, um, 
has been minted by the U.S. Mint. You know that that silver that they had back then. Maybe they maybe they minted. You know, I, I, some people were suggesting that some of that was used to mint. Um, you know, American eagles later on, right? Silver eagles. Um, a lot of that other silver that was melted down for industrial uses or whatever that could be lost to time. Some of it could have been melted back down into to coins or bars. It's hard to say. But the point of this is that there's not a ton. It's not by any means rare unless you have a key date or something like that. There's not a ton and there's not billions, okay? Um, Silver, like I said in the video before, is relatively rare in coin and bar format, in readily identifiable investment format, right? Whether it's in stackers' hands, whether it's in vaults or exchanges or wherever. Um, And and that's a big part of why I continue to be be a big believer on silver, I mean, two reasons there. A, it's it's relatively rare. Production's declining, um, and industrial demand continues to be strong. And B, it's a relatively small market. Okay, I, I talk about you know, it, it, let's say there's 10 billion ounces of silver in the world today. Well, you multiply that by the by the price of silver around $16 an ounce right now. You arrive at a market about the size of $160 billion. Okay, which sounds like a lot of money, and it is. But that is a drop in the bucket compared to to some other figures out there. When you look at how much uh, money the Fed basically printed or how many assets they bought during their QE program, right? Or the debt of the U.S. government, we're talking over $21 trillion, okay? The size of the um, U.S. stock markets, let alone the, the world stock markets, we're talking trillions of dollars. The worldwide bond markets, in the trillions, um, worldwide amount of debt or, or fiat currency in circulation, trillions, um, or, or even the derivatives markets, which some people have suggested could be in the quadrillions of dollars, okay? Huge, massive markets, and yet we have something like the silver market with, you know, maybe a couple hundred billion dollars worth of identifiable above-ground uh, investment in all, okay? Very small compared to, to these other markets, even compared to the gold market, um, so yeah, the point of that being that if, you know, it, it doesn't take a huge amount of investment interest to really move this market. We saw it back in, 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 you know, the eighties, early eighties, late seventies with the hunt brothers, right? Um, it doesn't take a huge amount of, of money to, to move the market when, when the physical market is relatively tight and it is a relatively rare metal, um, that still has so much potential, not only for industrial uses, but also use as a hedge. And at the end of the day, real money. That's that's what we really see silver as. Sure, you could say it's an investment, it's a hedge insurance policy. But really, I like to see silver and gold as as a real form of money, a real form of, of currency that cannot be inflated away in the same way that a, a fiat currency can. So I hope this video has been educational. A lot of data here. A lot of data um, like I said, if, if you have comments to, to add to this, let me know down below in the comment section. As always, I'd like to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.